Hello, welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. My name is Hank, I'm your host. Today I'm here with Cinnamon, my best friend, sexy co-worker, and neighbor. Thanks for coming. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, I'm so happy you're here. Me too, we've known each other for so long now. Yeah, we met when we were 18 actually through this boy I dated. A Gemini. Yeah, he like had a crush on her friend and was like, I'm gonna go over to this girl's pool. And I was like, um... I'm coming. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no. No. But then you guys but, were awesome. Um, to be honest, we did not like him. <laughs> no, they like tried to fight him for calling me a bitch. No, he was horrible, but so, we loved you. You were my savior back then. <laughs> How did you get the name Cinnamon? Um, so me and my friends in middle school, we always like messed around and gave each other like hoe names and mine was Cinnamon. And of course, like Lana, like sweet, like Cinnamon. Of course. So it kind of just like stuck. That's perfect. How did you get into sex work? Um, I got into sex work. <laughs> My mom actually told me, she was telling me about this article she read, and it was like, she was like, oh yeah, this like cute girl gets paid to like hang out and go golfing with this older guy and just gets paid for like companionship and her time. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then later I was like, what was that site called? And she wouldn't tell me, so I did my own research. I, I found it. It was Seeking Arrangements. And that's Damn. how I started. I looked up the definition of sugar baby because, like, you and I know what it is. Yeah. But a lot of people, this is, I think, what a lot of people think. It says a sugar baby is a young person who is financially pampered or cared for by a sugar daddy or mama <laughs> in exchange for companionship. I wish. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what a lot of people think it is. Yeah. And that's, like, I don't like sinking arrangements. I think it's no. a very scary sight for people who are not aware of, like, what Half you... of my assaults are from sinking arrangements. No, literally. it's It was hard to meet up with people who thought, like, for a hundred bucks they could own you. Yeah. I mean, they just don't view you as, like, people. Not at all. How did you transition from sugar babying into OnlyFans now? So I stopped sugar babying um, when I was, like, I think 20 or 19, and I met my current boyfriend, and he didn't ask me to. I just stopped because I wanted to date him, and I didn't think he would date me if I did. Mm. And I worked, like, jobs at, like, a call center and, like, restaurants, and I wasn't, like, it wasn't for me. I was going to say, I cannot see you working at a restaurant. No, I was not having a good time. <laughs> like, I simply hated it. I just stopped coming in. That's, like, like, a different type of using your body to make money. I was miserable. Like, my feet were so sore at the end of the day. I could not walk. It's such hard work, too. It's such hard work. And I wasn't even, like, being a server. I was just, like, bussing tables. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine being, like, a so waitress. you worked at a call center, and then, like... Is there a way you, like, found out about OnlyFans? So, or? I started selling... I was, like, really broke, and I started selling stuff on OfferUp. <laughs> and I was like, oh, let me sell some clothes, too. And so, I was taking... I noticed um, that when my, like, boobs were in the photos and I was wearing the shirts, people would buy them. My marketing queen. Yeah, so <laughs> I would, um, I would like, cut off my head and just have, like, boob photos in these shirts. And then, guys would buy them for, like, 50 to $100, but they would think they're, like, meeting up with me for, like, the meet-up drop-offs. Oh. But, like, my boyfriend would be with me. They're so smart for this. Yeah, so they would just actually be getting a shirt. So then I was like, oh, my God, I could, I could translate this to Instagram. So mm. I put it on Instagram, like, the same photos, and people started following me. And then I would – they were like, oh, I want to see you naked. So I would sell, like, nude photo sets and DMs for, like, 5 for $25. And I would, so like – So smart. Yeah, I would post on my story, like, deals and – 
That was really good marketing. Yeah, but I got deleted so many times. Yeah, and you then... will immediately get deleted the second you're making money on Instagram. Yeah, it lasted like a few months, and then I got deleted a bunch, and then I started premium Snapchat, which I was like, Smart. yeah, I loved premium Snapchat, and I don't know, I signed up for a bunch of like random like sites like OnlyFans, and OnlyFans kind of stuck, but it was so weird because no one knew what OnlyFans was, Yeah. so I'd be like subscribe to me on this link and they'd be like what the fuck is this like are you trying to scam me that was like when you could scam people through instagram too so people yeah. were probably like this girl is crazy yeah and they didn't know what it was they're like what is this i wonder when the rise of OnlyFans like actually started like who started that movement i think it was the pandemic like truly yeah. everyone in the pandemic i feel like is when OnlyFans like truly like popped off because everyone was home they were getting their stimulus checks they like had extra money and they were like okay Let's buy some porn. Yeah. That's amazing. What was your relationship like with sex back then when you were sugaring? When I was sugaring, I did not have a good relationship with sex. I mean, I was, like, always fucking, and I it wasn't ever for, like, me. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, I'll fuck this guy and get this out of it. Like, you know, I was like, I want, like... I don't know, like, even, like, I'm, like, oh, I want dinner, like, let me fuck a guy from Tinder. Mm. It was, like, casual, like, not, it meant nothing to me, and now I'm, like, oh, maybe yeah. self-harm. <laughs> yeah, like, using sex as self-harm, I did that so much. Because yeah. it's easy when you're young and you're getting attention, you feel, like, validated momentarily, Yeah. and then you realize afterwards, like, you feel used. Yeah. Not everyone that does hookups does, but, like, I definitely did. I more felt like, I feel like I was, like, I went through so much sexual trauma that I was like, I'm, I'm using like, you. Yeah, like you know? reclaiming. Yeah, like there's like this like meme where it's like, oh no, baby, eighteen year old you is not gonna reclaim your sexual trauma by having casual sex. Yeah, and it's like this girl hugging herself, and I feel that way. Yeah. What was your relationship like with sex growing up? It was complicated. Um, I went to church every Sunday growing up, and my parents were very much like, you should save yourself for marriage. Yeah, and I was like, "Mm, no. (laughs) Um, So you're, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 15. Nice. Yeah. Decent. (laughs) A little modest number. Don't worry about it, girl. (laughs) Was, Was it good? Like, what was your experience like? My experience was, it was good. I mean, I still talk to the guy I lost my virginity to to this day. Like, he's super nice. He was really cute. He didn't know I was a virgin. (laughs) So, when I was bleeding after, he was like, are you okay? Like, what happened to you? Did you get your period? No, he didn't even ask that. I was like, I'm surprised you didn't ask that one, sir. Dude, I would have been like, are you good? Yeah, I was like. Did um, you not tell him you were a virgin because you were scared he would think you weren't good? Um, no, I honestly, this is going to sound really fucked up, but I (laughs) was trying to get back at my ex-boyfriend to, like, fuck this guy, but I thought if he knew I was a virgin, he, like, just wouldn't want to fuck, and I was like, I need this one. I need this one in my pocket, okay? I need this come up. No, (laughs) I did, and then after, I lost my virginity. You know that meme where it's, like... They don't even know I'm listening to, like, Lana Del Rey right now or something. They don't even know I lost my virginity. <laughs> they don't even know I'm not a virgin anymore. <laughs> Dude, losing my virginity, like, my experience is actually kind of romantic. Is it? I, like, had, so, this guy, I dated for a year and a half. I was so scared of getting oh. pregnant. 
<laughs> I was so scared that I turned the day after I turned 17. I was like, okay, I can lose my virginity now as long as I'm not 16 and pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. That was like, because my parents Damn, were 16 so... and pregnant. And <laughs> a lot of people don't know you were a teen mom. Yeah. We'll get into that. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my family was very much don't have sex till marriage too. So I yeah. figured if it was 17 and pregnant, it was a little bit. I don't, that was my rationality. I have no idea why. So we finally, <laughs> so I was funny. like, he didn't push it on me though, which was nice. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and he like had these condoms waiting for forever. He like put one on and it like wouldn't go in. So it was like very, very slow. And like I was bleeding everywhere. He wiped me with a baby wipe. That's sweet. And he like put on romantic music but at first there was an adam sandler movie on i swear so i was like just be like kind of watching it while trying to fit this dick in oh my, my vagina did but it feel good your first time i came actually only when i was on top oh yeah, yeah. but on the bottom i was like wow it was but your first time my first time oh that's but, impressive but he was also rubbing my clit so it was like the du- it was so was stimulating he a he was a virgin. Well, that's what he says. Uh, I feel like that's a lie. How do you know where the clit is, sir? No, he was good because we had done so much foreplay for so oh, long okay. that he was trained. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's sweet. So being a teen mom, how was that? When did you find out you were pregnant? When I was, I think I was like two months pregnant. Holy shit. Yeah, I was 16. Damn. That's a lot to go through. Yeah. You know, it was, I was, like, thin at the time, too, and I was, like, I think I either might be pregnant or I'm just gaining weight, and one of my friends was, like, I think you're just gaining weight, <gasps> and so I gaslit myself for a while. Wow. I was, like, yeah, I'm not pregnant, and it actually was fucked up because my mom got attacked um, by, like, some random homeless man on Ventura, and she was, like, beat almost to death. Like, she was, like, in a trauma hospital for so long, and I had to be, like, Mommy, <laughs> I'm pregnant. By the way, by the way, I know you're not okay, but I'm pregnant. Yeah, no, she was like, honestly, like it's so sad, but she was like really like fucked up, like she couldn't move her face, like she couldn't move. Is she any- okay now, like fully? She's she's okay now, like she still like can't like bend down without it hurting her face. She had mm-hmm. to have like the com- like a complete half of her face like metal put in and like reconstructed. It was holy shit. No, it was horrible. He broke like her sternum and like three of her vertebrae. Like it was crazy. Wow. So, yeah. by the way, mom, I'm pregnant. Sorry about your sternum. Yeah, I'm like, on top of that, I'm pregnant. I passed out in the hospital while she was in it, and I was so scared that they were going to find out I was pregnant there. Damn. Yeah. So, who was, who was your baby daddy? <laughs> my high school boyfriend. Wow. Yeah, my, my, the second guy I ever had sex with. That's wholesome. Yeah. Basically the Virgin Mary, if you ask me, like. I'm, I'm pretty wholesome, you know. <laughs> So what is your relationship like with sex now? Because we talked about a little bit what it was like then, but now how is it after working in this job all these years? Um, I feel like, I mean, also it's like a combination of working this job and like us getting older and like being in therapy and not wanting to like self-harm through sex. Shout out therapists. Shout out therapists and medication. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel like I don't. Like, before, I felt like I have to fuck you all the time, and I have to be super sexual, and always be down to have sex, and, like, mm. suck your dick, for you to, like, stay with me and, like, like me. Right, you like, know? if I don't do these things, you'll think I'm, like, not a cool girl. No, yeah, you'll think I'm, like, boring, and you'll get bored of me, and want to yeah. move on to the next. Like, I have to constantly be, like, sexy and sexual. Cool girl is out. No, cool girl's out. I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> 
Like, no. Calm, sexy boundary girl is in. Yeah. And not... So, yeah. So, now I'm just, like, more, like, tame. Like, I don't feel like I have to have sex every second of the day. Especially yeah. after we work. Like, I'm so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... I don't want to have sex right now. I Because like, it's hard for me. I don't know if you feel this way to, like... The performer in me, like, oh, I'm doing these things for the camera. I'm looking good for the camera. To then come home, it's like sometimes I don't want to perform, even though I know casual romantic relationship sex isn't performing. Yes. I feel like I am. I feel that way too. And it's like, it's also hard to like have sex casually and then be like, that was really good. I should have filmed it. Mm. You know? Yeah. The the profiting off of sex makes it hard because it's like, damn, I could have made a quick buck off of like a really sexy exchange because we shoot also like ethical porn we shoot all of our own stuff we're our own bosses our own managers so we get to decide what we want to film and what we don't so when we have a good time both of us like we always think about that we're like damn that was just money wasted that's how i felt sugaring too and i would like um date a guy that i wasn't that wasn't a sugar daddy, I'd be like, why did I just waste my time with you? I didn't get in a relationship for a long time when I was stripping, too, because I was like, damn, I don't think I can do this without monetizing it. Yeah, it's hard. Because it felt like you were on the clock, but you weren't making money. We're just girl bosses. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hustle harder. Yeah. (laughs) No, just kidding. Honestly, I I wish I had known a lot of things I knew then, because I probably would have done it over again i i would have too i have no regrets actually but i wish i would have known like baby you're harming yourself a little yeah because i didn't go into it with a healthy mindset yeah i I know 17 18 year old west would not have listened no and you know we've talked about euphoria and like oh my god and how they're showing you know a 17 year old being like sexually awakened and like a cam girl or like body positive cam girl yeah and i know if i was 16 and i watched that show i would have been like oh my god this is such a good idea like let me do that right because they're only representing like they're glamorizing it exactly which is like very scary for children to get into it's the same way on tiktok where they see those stripper vlogs and they're like i'm gonna make ten thousand dollars oh my gosh they're like my plan if i i don't go to college oh yeah like like, all the money and stuff i'm like first of all this is a this is a real job it's not like an easy little backup plan and money is inconsistent yeah and second of all it's like you're a baby right like wait a little bit longer until you can decide that you actually want that because you get into it even sugaring and stripping where they could technically be offline sex work where like no one knows about it generally people are gonna find out yeah so you're gonna do this for a quick buck and you think it's gonna make you millions no no never you're in danger i mean just like us back then like we were making a couple hundred dollars and that was like millions to us i thought when i made my first like five hundred dollars that i truly like had made it in like yeah that's not even a fourth of our rent. No, I was like, we are rich. <laughs> like, we are rich. No, literally. And I, had, at that time, I had the most money out of all my friends because none of my friends were 17. Right, so. I bought all my, like, I would make $500 and then I would spend all of it the next day. Yeah, I'd be like, me and my friend, like, let's go to the mall. I'm like, I like, got you, shopping. baby. Yeah. Us being sugar mamas. No, literally with no concept of, like, money. Not at all. Well, and, like, that's, like, the fast cash in cash work. So, like, things that you do, cash transaction versus now we do OnlyFans. Yeah. Internet transactions. Do you feel like it's different for you to see it on paper? It is different. And it's, like, 
I feel more stable and, like, I can control myself with the spending mm-hmm. because it's, like, oh, this is it. And then, like, the weekly payouts, it's, like, oh, you get it weekly. Right. It's not, like, I'm just getting, like, a quick couple hundred dollars and, like, I can just spend it whenever. It's, like, this is how much you have to last until the next payout. This I is how much you're making. And it, like, really, like, kind of humbles you. I agree. I also feel like it when days are slow, I used to be, like, well, I made $1,000 the last weekend, so it's fine. Now yeah. I'm, like oh, days are slow, here's how much I made in a week, it's this, this, and this. It's almost like I get to do statistics on yeah. my own fucking payouts. We're so adult now. We're so adult. <laughs> but fast cash is so addictive. Adulting. Adulting. <laughs> do you know anything about it? What is something that you wish you knew before getting into the industry? Um, I wish I knew more about, like, safety and, like, setting good boundaries. Even in, like, sugaring, I... I mean, I definitely was not safe back then. Me either. Yeah, and I felt like, I mean, obviously OnlyFans is way safer because you get to choose and stuff. Right, it's more privileged at home. It's way more privileged, but um, through the years I've had to learn to set boundaries because people, like, will cross those boundaries and they will not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I've been working on in therapy, like, just, like, setting for boundaries. You help me a lot, too. You're like, no. <laughs> no, we're not, not doing that. No, Again, yeah. Cool girl's out. No, cool girl's out. So, like, just being able to say no and, like, not right. feeling like, guilty. Like, no is a complete sentence. Yeah, like, I don't want to do that. Right, and I don't need to justify myself. No, I don't need to. But, again, going back to us thinking, like, oh, if we have sex, we're, like, worthy. It's, like, it's really hard when someone's paying you for even just your time to be, like, actually, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. But just because there's some sort of financial payment involved it doesn't mean that we can't be like no yeah, I'm a person you don't owe anyone anything you right know? like well for work boundaries now they're completely different than back then like what are some things in OnlyFans that because we talk about this a lot because we, we we both are in monogamous relationships so one of the easiest boundaries that we like to hold up is like if we're at work we're working yeah there's no romance involved if people we're filming with are trying to hint at that do you know how many people i feel like have gotten a crush on you after we (laughs) fell i don't think so i know a couple but not like that many i can name three off the top of my head (laughs) stop you know what i'm thinking is like there's a couple times in which we'll film with someone and then they will continue to like touch themselves i'm saying yeah and I'm not sure that that has to do with crushes. I think some people convolute, like, working in sex work to just having casual sex on camera. Yeah, a lot of people, which I super respect it, are, like, genuinely, like, horny all the time and, like, horny filming and, like, horny after, which is, like, good for you. But us, specifically, like, we're in... Us mon- grandmas over here? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're in monogamous relationships. Like, we... Like, it's, like, kind of disrespectful to, like, our relationships, like, trying to continue it after the camera is, like, done rolling, you know what I mean? Well, because I don't know. Have you ever had a crush on someone you worked with? Like, a full-on crush? No. Me either. I would try to think. I really try to... I've been, like... Oh my god, like, she's so pretty. I'm so excited to work with her. That's different, though. Then, like... No, because we're both, like... I've got to go to work. Yeah. We log in and we're, like, okay... Here's what we're doing. Here's what we want to film. And also, you and I both, it's funny, I don't come across a lot of people like this, like to plan out our scenes. Oh, yeah. We are little dance choreographers. (laughs) No, I love it. I love that we, like, plan out the scene. This is what we're going to do next. Because, honestly, I hate when we collab with people and they're like, let's just wing it. And I'm like, 
First no. of all, I'm a highly anxious person. No, first of all, I'm so anxious, and it's like the whole time it's like, what's okay? What right. to do here? Because what to do even there? daily, you and I, who have known each other for years, we're like, okay, today I don't feel like being fingered, or yeah. I don't want to eat pussy today. Like, we'll very much discuss that, because it's ever-changing. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, wing something without... Because then I'm like, oh, I'm touching your boob. Like, is this okay? The whole time I'm like, is this okay? Like, I feel like those men that are like, can I touch you here? Like, I, I actually start feeling like that, which I feel like is better than not asking at all, but then it's like... It's, For, it's like, a little awkward, and it's not as natural. And, like, us planning it, like... I feel like it feels natural. Like, we're planning it. We know what we're doing. We're confident. Exactly. You know, like, it's good. Some of our favorite scenes we've, like, told each other, like, lines we're gonna say. And yeah. Stuff like that. Because then it flows so well. It flows so well, and it's so much... Like, I love being creative with it. Like, it's, Me like, too. art. Our last video we filmed was really fun. No, we... That was one of our best videos. That we, one and the scissor one are my favorites. Yeah. One of the videos that, like, made us... Because people kind of think that we've always, like, made money in sex work. Which I is wish. not true. Um, there was months, like, back in, like, 2019, 2020, we were, like, struggling to pay rent for sure. Oh, I was living at my mom's. Yeah. yeah. I was paying, like, $800 a month in rent, and it was hard to come <sighs> up with. I wish that was our rent. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And I thought that was, like, I had made it. Yeah. But we, we both... I thought you had made it. I was like, wow, Hank pays the rent. She has roommates. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's, like, we live alone, and we can provide for ourselves. But a lot of the things that changed was we started promoting ourselves more because as a sex worker you're your own independent advertiser yeah yeah especially only fans because they have no really like free page no, or... the only fans instagram is basically they want to make it like models giving yeah. courses even though it's a sex work platform like hello what about us whores hello over here little sluts <laughs> remember who built your platform oh just me just little, little <laughs> me over here trying to get rid of us again <laughs> are you trying to ban porn again oh my god do you remember that Fuck Bella Thorne. Literally, <laughs> me and my homies hate Bella Thorne. It's like when... So, celebrities... Like, I feel like one of the downfalls of OnlyFans is going to be catering to celebrities. Because when they get on the platform, they come with millions and millions of followers. And they instantly make millions and millions of dollars, which is a good clickbait headline. But what does it do to the people who are surviving on OnlyFans? Survivalist sex workers who need the money, who make their $500 a month, and that's what keeps them alive. They started changing all the rules because what did she do? She like she sends out like a like a lewd photo. I think it was like her and lingerie that she had posted on Instagram. Implied nudity though. Yeah, and she said like oh, like something like look at me nude or like my boobs. And something it was sixty dollars like for I think two pictures. Yeah. And so of course, so many people were like, I want to see this celebrity naked. So she made like a million dollars. Right, and, and then everyone started charging back. Yeah, they but I'm not sure if chargebacks exist yet, because I'm, I thought, I was under the impression that they created chargebacks because of Bella Thorne. I'm not sure, maybe chargeback messaging, but I know, like, because people, if their card declined on subscriptions, it would charge back. I had, like, 0.001% of chargebacks, because you can see everyone who charges Before back. Before the Bella Thorne? Yeah. But after, I bet there's an influx of people yeah. doing it. And so the next week, only, or maybe a month but they sent out an email to us with no warning, and they were like, here are the changes in service, um, the terms of service, whatever. No more whores allowed. Basically, there was no porn allowed, there was no anything allowed, no penetration, no filming with another person if sex was involved. 
It was only for lewds and implied nudity. That was it. And so... It was so scary. All sex workers immediately freaked out and went online. And there's power in numbers. So I don't know how long it took. Maybe a week or two. And they were like, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. We're not banning sex. But they changed all their terms of service that basically they can do that at any time. Yeah. It's like they can revoke anything. Which is all because... Also, they flag so many things. Like peeing... Like, period, anything. You can do, like, anal gaping, but you can't do pee. I don't think you can do, say, gaping on it. You can't? I don't think so. Or fisting. Let a girl get fisted. (laughs) What if I want to get fisted? You're brave. I fisted you one time, (laughs) and that was the most impressive thing. You were braver than the troops. I was freaking out. Thank you. That was amazing. I I don't know why I like getting fisted. You had a baby. So you are capable. You own the talent. She's stretched out. <laughs> she's she's worked out. She's Loose. ready. <laughs> okay, actually, my assistant showed me this list of things we're not allowed to say. Just, like, make sure. Okay, hit me. Okay, some of them are, like, bukkake, choking, consent, um, <laughs> fecal. Poop. We, de- we looked up the definition of poop. Scategories. What was it called? <laughs> Scatology. What was it? Sounded like Scientology. Scat play. In sexual fetishism, scatology, usually abbreviated as scat, refers to <laughs> coprophilia when a being is sexually aroused by fecal matter. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Good for them. Good for them. We've been asked about poop before. Yeah. Have you ever done a poop custom? I haven't done like full like poop poop play. I did that one video in your your bathroom by your old place. Please tell us about it. This guy just wanted me to like sit on the toilet, like pooping. I pretended because I couldn't go. I lied. <laughs> but you're an actor. I'm an actress. So he had me like pretend that he was holding my hand and being like, my my tummy hurts so much. Thanks for being here for me. Mm. Like, and then like pretend to follow him into the bedroom to have sex. I feel like shock value arouses people. Like, that's, like, pee as well. Like, you and I both have a pee fetish, and it's, like, about humiliation and disgust yeah. and control. It's, like, complete domination, which I think is crazy. We were talking about this before the podcast. I have to bring it up. What is it? Patrice O'Neill, the comedian. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this American stand-up comedian, and he, he had a pee fetish. He was pretty open about it. And his girlfriend noticed that his urine tasted like birthday cake. And that's actually how he found out he suffered from diabetes. Because if you have diabetes, you may notice your pee is sweet or fruity because your body's trying to get rid of excess blood sugar, and it's disposing of glucose through your urine. I told you this before. I didn't know the scientific definition. But there's a guy I used to hook up with, and his liquids tasted so sweet like especially his cum like so fucking sweet and he'd be like yeah it's because i'm diabetic he keeps can save a life no literally piss can save lives wow that's actually crazy yeah so uh have someone pee in your mouth see if it's sweet and tell them to go to the doctor um if you don't like the taste of cum fuck a diabetic guy yeah respect (laughs) i didn't know that their cum was sweeter too yeah he said it like a flex he was like I'm diabetic, so my cum's really sweet. I was like, okay. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I wish we could do pee on OnlyFans. Uh, we're not allowed. No, they're fucked up. They literally deleted, like, a video that I sent in messages, like, four years ago of me peeing 
Like, they flagged it. I was like, I didn't even know that was still there. I don't know. For some reason, just, like, someone, like, peeing their pants to me, I'm like, this is so erotic. I know. Me, would I pee my pants? I'm like, wow. Dude, us peeing on the side <laughs> of the road and that Uber one time. Do you think he had a piss cake? No, because he didn't look at us. We got, we used to go clubbing together a while ago, like, years ago. And one time we had to pee so bad. And this guy was like, don't worry about it. Here's some trees. He didn't look at us. And he gave us toilet paper. He's probably so used to drunk girls peeing in his car after the yeah, club. Yeah, it was like 2 a.m. He's like, please save me. <laughs> Do not pee on the seats. Do you like recording pee content? It's my favorite content to record. Really? Yeah. Would you say that's your number one kink? <laughs> yes, but I know why you're asking. <laughs> yeah. so, one of them. They're tied. What is the other? <laughs> the other one I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love to be surrounded by dicks. I love multiple dicks at once. You like being taken. Yeah, I love the, I love being in the center of attention. Can you tell me a time in which that happened? <laughs> um, the first time I fucked my boyfriend's friends. Don't don't fuck your boyfriend's friends, guys. Don't always be the guest in a threesome. Yeah, never or like have someone else be the guest. Like never, never fuck your friends. Yeah. I think. With your boyfriend. I don't know. I I don't know, because they stopped being friends after they got really weird. But it was really nice. Like, before, they were so nice to me. They, like, massaged me, like, rubbed my feet. I was like, this is, this is the life. But then, <laughs> then afterwards... Her feet of you grave. <laughs> I felt like that. I was like, wow. Like, honestly. You like the attention from everyone? I love the attention. I'm the center of attention. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> like, that's like an abused child's dream. I could see that. Like, I could feel that. They were all, like, a little older than me, too. I was like, I love this. Wow. My daddy issues were screaming. They were yelling, girl. They were scratching <laughs> at the door. I was like, you guys are almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did it happen? How did you lead into it? Were you like, come fuck me, all of you? Okay, honestly... Me and me and my boyfriend were on the same wavelength, okay? Nice. Because we were hanging out with these guys more. He actually, like, they were his friends since high school. Which I feel like a little weird. Why do you want me to fuck your high school friend? I don't know. Like, I, we should have known it was going to end bad. Like, you guys have been friends so long. And so, anyways. So, we, like, were hanging out with them more. Like, we would go. This is my hiking era. <laughs> so, I would, I would willingly go on hikes with these men. What? <laughs> yeah, I would be like, let's go on a hike. Hiking girl. I know. Crazy, right? This is my pick me era. Um, I'm just kidding, but, what's it called? So, we were going hikes, and, like, I was, like, kind of turned on, and, like, they would, like, help, like, lift me over stuff, and one of them was, like, really strong. I was, like, you're strong. Like, you, you lift- love a beefcake, man. Yeah, like, you've lifted me, and I wasn't, like, I wasn't really fat at that point. I still was wearing, like, a size large, but I was, like, I'm a bigger girl, you know? Like, a bigger than I, I didn't think they would be able to pick me up, and they didn't. I was, like, this is sexy. So... I don't know, like, I was, I was with my boyfriend in the car one day, and it was just us, and I was, like, I brought it up, and he was, like, that's, no, I, maybe he brought it up, I was, like, what are you thinking about, and he said it, and I was, like, that's so crazy, because I've been thinking about that. Wow. Yeah, so then we were all hanging out one night, and I went to the bathroom with, with a friend, and I was, like, tell her about it, and while I was in the bathroom, he was, like, you know what, you know I'd, I'd share cinnamon with you guys. <laughs> he said he'd share you? Yeah, and then he, they were like, okay. And so when she left later, then we all, like, went in one of their rooms and, like, fucked, and it was nice. Damn, so it was a good experience for you? It was a good experience, and then after they got weird, I'd slap one of them. 
That's so unfortunate. It was so unfortunate. Like, <laughs> one of them started crying oh. during it because, not during it, but like towards the end because he just got broken up with. He's so me. So sad. I so relate to that. Oh He's like God. having sex while crying. He's like, I miss her. No, so he stopped and then just like sat in his desk chair, but it was a really small room and we were like, do you want us to stop? He was like, no, no, like you guys keep going. Like, respect. I was like, was he oh. masturbating? I wasn't, I wasn't looking at him. <laughs> I was like, you cried. Did he get back with his girlfriend? No, she broke up with him because she wanted to fuck other people. And I think that's why he got a really weird after because the other guy didn't get really weird. Like he was, he was actually fine. We actually tried to fuck him again later, <laughs> but the other, the other guy I think got weird. I think he was jealous because his girlfriend was basically like, "I want to go fuck other people." Right. And then me and Kyle were like, "Let's fuck other people together." So you guys have been dating since before you started in OnlyFans. Yeah, since I was nineteen. Has do you think that it's affected your relationship at all? I mean, I think it has. Definitely in, like, some negative and positive ways. How? Well, on his end, or the negative way. Yeah. <laughs> like, his family basically, like, kind of, or half of his family, like, kind of disowned him, called him, like, all these horrible things, because they were like, we saw you fucking your girlfriend on Twitter. Mm, he's a grown, he's almost 30. He's literally almost 30, like. He can make decisions for himself. No, get over it. Like, we're having consensual sex. Why was his mom so mad? I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, is they knew I did OnlyFans. I don't think they knew what it was. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they know we do OnlyFans. Like, we're in the clear. Like, they're nice. Like, you know, we're chilling. And then apparently someone sent her my Twitter, which Which is like... Which is so weird and, like, incestual almost. Why would you want to see your son? No, also, how do you just find my Twitter? First of all, I'm shadow banned all the time. All sex work Twitters are shadow banned. You have to look up our username to find us. Yeah, or you're on the porn site of Twitter and I popped up on your page. Oh, someone retweeted you. I don't, like, there's that or you looked it up. Like, either way, why are you there? Like, why are you searching Why are you there and then being horophobic? Right, so did they have, like, a conversation with him? So she basically called him, like, hysterical... And was, like, switching between, like, sobbing, which is so manipulative, and then that, like, you know, that, like, evil, angry mom voice where she's, like, they're, like, da, da, da. when their teeth are clenched. Yeah. And you get the ick. Like, just, like, like spitting. So, just, like, yeah, just, like, so fucking nasty. Mm. Like, oh, my son, someone sent me, blah, blah, blah. And you've provided for him. You've given him a roof over his head. Where would your son be if it wasn't for me right now? Like, I love Kyle, but it's, like, he was sleeping on your couch when I met him. Right. You know, like, so you, I don't understand that. Like, I literally, like, I put a roof over your son's head when his car broke. You didn't help him. Yeah. You wouldn't even cosign. Like, mm. I had to make three grand overnight and cosign on the car. Mm. And I don't even have a fucking license. Respect. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, where have you been? Like, all this stuff that's like proven that, like, I'm here for Kyle. I'm loving to Kyle, and it's like, you... Oh, you're a good girlfriend. Yeah, what are you mad about? Like, that? I wouldn't care what my kid did as long as they were happy and healthy in a yeah. good relationship. Yeah, and I... But some people think being a whore is, like, the bottom of the totem pole. I think she cares more about controlling him than she cares about his well-being, which is, like, wow. sad. That is sad. So it's affected his relationship with his family. Is there anything else? Um... Do you guys have the same amount of sex as you did before you started? I mean, definitely, definitely not, but also, back then, I was, like, using sex as, like, kind of self-harm and being, like, if I don't have sex all the time, 
he's gonna leave me right. which like wasn't the case yeah that's just like insecurity and fear yeah that was just me being like if i don't put out he's gonna go get it from somewhere well i else. think we're learned that a lot like even in movies it's like the wife shows up she looks good all the time and she has sex whenever you want yeah and it's, it's like the cool girl monologue from what's that gone girl amy dunn i love her oh uh, gone girl she, i just got the book i want to read it i've read it no that sounds like it's gonna be good though yeah, i'm gonna read it i've heard it's a good book but I, I feel like a lot of people think that. Like, if I don't do what the other person wants, I'm unworthy, I'm unlovable. Then you're going to go find it somewhere else. Like, I always thought that. Right. I mean, especially with sugaring, because it gives me such a fucked up concept of love, because these people are like, I have a wife. Right. I have kids. And like, it's who like... who are you? You're replaceable. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like... It's scary. So, would you consider you guys monogamous? Yeah, I mean, I would. I We yeah. don't... I mean, I fuck other people for work, obviously. But it's work. It's work. And, like, I, I would maybe, like, consider us, like, swingers. I don't know. But you're always doing it together. It's always together. Right. So, like, like you're not fucking someone alone. You guys are kind of cucks. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down the definition of cuck. I don't know if this part <laughs> is true about it being, like, derived from the bird. The cuckoo? The cuckoo. The cuckoo bird. I don't know. So apparently many species of these birds are like laying their eggs and nest in other birds and from this particular naughty habit, that's what it said on Google, <laughs> comes the word cuckold, which is the husband of an adulterous wife. Adulterous. Adulterous. <laughs> adulterous. That's well, you so guys funny. are cucks together. Yeah. But, so that's like loyal cucking. I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with being a cuck. A lot of people are into that. I think so too. I don't think we're like dick in a cage cock mm, like you know like chastity I think, belt i think it's more like watching and like i don't know like knowing that they're yours and then they're for other people yeah dude i respect that i could never but i respect that a lot thank you i'm like i would throw up and shit myself and cry in the corner i'd be the guy who just had the breakup and is sobbing but i'm still in a relationship <laughs> no that's that that would be me with like reverse like hot wife stuff like if you're just like going off and like fucking other people and then I'm at home like I would die I would simply pass away and wither <laughs> I would I would not be okay no I really want to have Steve on this podcast oh, I love Steve because he him back <laughs> <laughs> because he's like a submissive to his core and like is yeah. so okay with that and the the idea of that is so fascinating to it me. Is. Have you always, while dating someone, wanted to fuck other people with them? Or did it start with Kyle? I'm going to be honest with you. Kyle's my only adult relationship I've ever had. Like, wow. I had that, and... Then you had a baby. Yeah, I had my baby daddy, and then I had another, like, high school boyfriend when I was, like, 15. Damn. So, yeah, but I've always, like... I mean, I know you're a threesome hater, but... To with, my core. <laughs> to your core. But I always watch, like, threesome porn and, like, stuff like that. So I always... I don't know. I think I always liked it. And I also, I think I started off because, like, I did only have sex with two guys. So then when I got... Um, when I was in, like, my sugar era, like, I would just, like, have random threesomes all the time. Like, yeah. me and my friends would just, like, fuck random guys. And I feel like that, like, that kind of, like... Did it break the ice for threesomes for you? I don't know. I feel like it kind of, like, conditioned me into, like, oh, like, threesomes are, like, a normal hot thing that, like, everyone's into. Oh, You know wow. what I mean? I wonder... I feel like... The reason I'm a threesome hater is just because I'm super possessive. I get my feelings hurt, and, yeah. like, I can't be cool enough to, like... When I was 
drunk, sure. Like, and if, if it's someone I don't care about, a threesome is fun. Yeah. But when I'm in love, I will... I'm not going to say what I will do. I will die. Just know that. No. Honestly, though, like, have you seen... I don't know what podcast it was that I saw it on TikTok. Some girl was like... Like, she's like that, too, with threesomes. And I feel like this is kind of how I am. I, I wish I knew her name. She was like... Like, you can't kiss my boyfriend. You can't hold his hand. You can hold his dick. But, like... So, I feel like there's very, like, blurred lines. I feel like kissing is more intimate than sex. I know you feel that way. I don't feel that way about kissing. Why not? I feel like it's so intimate. Like, oh my god. First of all, I'm tasting your mouth. What did you eat today? I'm about to find out. But, like, <laughs> sex is just, like, the action for me. And I think that's because I'm destigmatized and, like... Yeah. Or desensitized almost because of our job. Yeah. But kissing, I'm like, bro, hold on. Did I just come on accident? Like, I feel that way. Really? Kissing, I feel like, is, like, you gotta kiss to start to have sex. You know what I mean? It's like you, you start like off it's like mandatory on the test. <laughs> it's just like you gotta start by kissing and then and then you can suck his dick. Or like you know what I mean? Then you can start. Like you you gotta I don't know. I like don't I kind of get that, but I think because I used to when I had casual sex, never kiss. Really? Yeah, I was like, do not come here. Do not kiss me. You can fuck me, but don't kiss me. I wish I got more cut customs that I get a lot of feeders feeders <laughs> i actually looked up feeders what you, when you told me like that you were doing that because i had no idea what the definition was <laughs> and it says feederism is seen as like a variety of fat fetishism where the sexual gratification is often obtained not just from fat itself like per se but from the process of helping someone gain weight yeah so what do they want from you different people want different things some people want to just like they're like oh I want you to eat whatever you want, however much you want. When you're full, I want to, like, rub your belly and give you belly kisses. And then some people are like, I want you to eat everything, every greasy food that I fill the room with, and then I want you to be so big you can't even move. So that's, like, BDSM, like, dom-sub at that point, because they're, like, in full control of your body and your yeah, moving. Yeah, I think that's what they want, some of them. Do they call, like, because apparently, so they call them gainers or, like, feedies, and they're the people putting on the weight, often, like, at the aid of a feeder yeah. So they want you to film yourself eating a bunch of shit and being like, I'm so full. <laughs> yeah. Do you like that content? Um, It's not like my favorite to film. I mean, it is pretty easy to film, but like when you're not hungry and I'm like, I'll have to do this like feeder video. I'm like, this sucks because I'm like, I'm not hungry. And then I'm like forcing myself to eat and then I don't feel good about myself. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, a lot of girls, I know it's, like, a hard boundary that they're, like, I do not do feederism content. That's not how I feel so far. Right. Well, you're, like, just dabbling into it. Yeah, I just started. You like doing the sex calls about it? Oh, I love doing Unsex Panther. I love sexting. Yeah, you do. And I love, like, phone sex. I would go on Omegle and flirt with guys just for fun because I was a horny and I would come. Wow. So I love doing like Sex Panther and stuff like that and talking to people. Do you find like isn't it funny that there's two extremes where it's like feederism and all of that and then you go on to like TikTok and there's so much fat shaming. So much yeah. I don't know how does it make you feel like when people hate on your body and like comment on it even though that's your like source of income. 
I mean, a lot of times it's kind of funny because I'm like, you're like a, a profile with like no picture, like probably like a loser person in your mom's basement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What you say has, has nothing of value to me, but sometimes it's like so much at once and like such horrible things. Like we like we collab with someone and all the comments on their photo of us were just like negative, negative, negative. I and like that. they were saying, yeah, they're saying like horrible things and then the person wasn't even deleting the comments. Right. That's what makes me mad because it's funny you can tell like yeah, you're not in control of your audience and your brand. Okay, yeah. that is one thing. But, like, you and I have very loving supporters. Like, you've yeah. never once gotten a hate comment on a picture I've posted of no. you. Because my people know what's up. Like, yeah. you're not going to ever fat shame someone and, like, get away with following me or subscribing to me. No. But some people that we work with don't care about that. They want the extra money and they're fine with it. And, like, how does that make you feel when they don't stand up or, like, say anything? That makes me feel really bad because I'm, like, you like do not care about me as a person like right you see me just for my body yeah and it's like there is not like it's not hard to delete 20 comments you know what I mean yeah you know I've done it before when people comment mean things about my friends like it's like basic decency it's like literally basic human decency like do you find like collabing as a bigger person is hard to do I don't think it's hard to do I think it's a lot of times I feel like people are like, oh, I haven't collabed with a fat person and people keep asking. So like, like tokenism. Yeah, here's my token fatty. Or I feel like a lot of times, <laughs> like, oh, one fatty on my page. Thank you. <laughs> like, oh, good for you. A lot of times I feel like people hit me up to get to you. And that's, I feel bad during that too. Because they'll be like, oh, like, I want to collab. I'm like, yeah, let's collab. And they're like, you can bring Hank, too, if, like, that makes you feel more comfortable. We always get roped in together. Yeah. I'm like, you're coming to my house. Why would that make me feel more comfortable? You're your own person. No, we're both our own person, and it makes me feel, like, kind of invalidated in my job, too, because I'm like, right. I'm comfortable. Like, we planned this collab. Right. Like, you know what I we mean? already had made the plan. Like, this is my job, and that's happened, like, at least ten times. I will say, when we go out of the state, um, sorry, I'm bringing my friend. No, it's not that I don't love you coming along, because I do. Yeah. You know I do, but people become so obsessive with you. <laughs> like, so obsessive, and I'm like, I you... love that you're protective. Everyone needs so a cancer protective. best friend. No, people are fucking weird with you, though. Like, they want to be you. Uh, I don't, sometimes when we go to collabs, I'm very oblivious of that because I'm so anxious that I'm like, I just want to get this video done and go home to my cat. Like, I am like, why do you want to be Hank? (laughs) (laughs) You set them down. No, it's true though. It's happened. You know, it's happened so many times. Yeah, but I feel very protective of you when we go to collabs because I'm so scared of people being like weird about you or making you feel a type of way because it's like. Being fat doesn't fucking matter. You're yeah. still amazing I mean, at your job. Like, thank you. But, like, it has no, but that one collab life. we went to, literally, I think, I don't think one person asked me to film. I remember that. Yeah. That was uncomfortable, especially because... And there were, like, at least 20 people there. And not one person took me aside specifically and was like, do you want to film? Fuck. How do but you... would, like, take you away from me and be like, I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I would be texting you, like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, I'm busy. Marco. <laughs> <Polo>. <laughs> but do you find you help a lot of people with their body? Like, as a body positive influencer, I would guess that's what it's called. Yeah. Influencer as in whore, but... I feel so weird saying like influencer. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I do. I mean, I get a lot of DMs about it and, like, comments. And I think they're really sweet. Um, or even girls on OnlyFans will be like, 
like I love like you like help me see my body in like a sexy way and like you know like I love stuff like that um and I love being able to like make girls feel good um because a lot of times too like I'll be watching stuff or like like looking at clothes and like they don't look like my body type like mo- like plus size models right. like these days like they're like the BBL effect. yeah it's like you're not you don't look like me so like I I like that I can be that for someone yeah but I don't like when people are like oh, we have the same body type and I fucking hate mine and want to die and I'm so fucking ugly and disgusting <laughs> but it looks good on you looks good on you girly pop I'm like um, okay. That's such a backhanded statement. No, they'll say, like, the most horrible things about themselves and be like, I look exactly like you, but, but, but you're, it's good on you. But yeah. you're beautiful. I'm like, okay, it makes me self-conscious. Yeah, that's such a weird thing to say, because you can compliment someone without, like, yeah, and degrading it, yourself. It makes me feel like, oh, I shouldn't feel good about myself. And it's like, I know I'm, like, confident online, that I am not confident a hundred percent of the time. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. No like, one is. It's like there's days in which things are good, and like you and I are like, life is so good. And then yeah. there's days in which like people have bad days. Yeah, and I don't, to read that on a bad day would be so shitty. Yeah, it is. It doesn't feel good. And then on top of all the other comments I'm getting, I'm like, what are like? Do a lot of people? Do you get a lot of hate comments? I don't get a lot of hate comments, but when my videos like go viral, then I'll get like some stupid idiots in my comment section you know what I mean people trying to be fucking doctors yeah like being doctors or like like people think having a singular tiktok account like qualifies you to give advice no I'm like who who are you ass oh also my doctor like has never said anything about me being like unhealthy like you get checkups and shit I go to the doctor like every two weeks <laughs> like, we, we get tested a lot yeah like I'm always seeing my doctor Respect. And, and when stuff happens like sometimes I'll be like do you think this is because of my weight? And he'll be like, no. Yeah. Like, this is why this happens. And I'm yeah. like, thank you. And I have had some doctors that I went and got a second opinion from my current doctor. And they're like, this like this one guy just immediately was like, you need to lose weight. It's because your weight for everything. And I was like, I asked my current, so I always am like traumatized, asking my current doctor. And he's like, no. Isn't it weird that like, I feel like fat people will go to a doctor and then it's like, oh, you need to lose weight. And it's like, no, I have an elbow injury. Like, this yeah. has nothing to do with my weight. No, literally. I'm like, I have tonsillitis. Right. Like, like what do you mean? How does that pertain to my weight? Yeah, it doesn't. At all. No. And yet people, also, like, people on the internet, like, see a singular video and they think they know a life. No, and they'll be like, I mean, someone that follows me actually was like, mm, maybe try exercising and, like, eating healthy and working out more. exercise. I'm like, what do you mean? I go on walks all the time. Like, I... You went through a really big yoga phase. Yeah, I went through a huge yoga phase. Like, what, like I don't, like, you don't know me. And also, just, like, give unsolicited advice. Like, I have a binge eating disorder, you guys. Like, yeah. I'm mentally unwell. Yeah, and but I'm in, you're in therapy. And I'm in therapy, and I'm working on it, and I'm on medication, and it's like... I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's like, you don't know anyone's life behind the scenes, so all these comments are just, like, so destructive, and it's like... I don't want your advice. Like, I know I'm fat. I don't need you to tell me. Speaking of, like, TikTok hate comments, okay, speaking (laughs) of that, isn't it crazy that social media is now the new marketing? Like, it is an advertising tool, not just like, oh, I'm posting a hot pic. I'm looking sexy. Now it's, like, a smart tactic. Yeah, now it's, like, definitely, like, it's work now. Like, before Instagram and, like, was, like, fun, you know? Like, you could just post on Instagram and Twitter and be like, 
here's right. my day. Now it's like I have to like curate this content for you, so you will like go to my site and like subscribe. Exactly, because it's like easy to get people to be nosy for a time, but to keep people staying and to engage. Like we both, how many social media platforms do you have? I have. I mean, I have Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, Instagram, TikTok. Twitter. Do you have that? <laughs> I think I said Twitter. Twitter is it's like the, five. Yeah, we used to. I feel like well, we did Snapchat for a little. Snapchat, yeah. We dabbled in pretty much everything that one can do, like every social media site. And we run our own pages. It's hard. It's a lot of work, and so like, do you find when you're on TikTok, like when we're having off days, we don't know good social media boundaries. No, I feel like, yeah, we don't at all. Like, the weekend I usually do not work because I'm with my family and I was like in the bathroom like (laughs) and I was like oh I want to scroll on TikTok and then it's just like all like work people and like work friends and like like, sounds that I'm like I need to save you know now I feel that it's like almost doing research while I'm supposed to be taking a break yeah and then I like go off my I'm like okay I go off TikTok then I'm on Instagram and I'm like it's the same thing like (laughs) go off go on Twitter it's the same thing (laughs) I literally just stared at my phone and I was like I just don't want to be on my phone Exactly. That's why you and I both sometimes, like, have really bad problems with replying to texts because it's the yeah. only thing that we can avoid without losing money. Yeah. So we choose. True. We'll be like, sorry, bestie, I was asleep. I'm like, sorry, it's been two weeks. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> we text pretty much every day, but I try, yeah. I'm try. i trying to be better at it because I don't want to be seen as, like, someone who can't communicate well. I know. Me too. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I want to, like, not be, like, a flaky. Like, I want to be the type of person that can, like, take accountability immediately and is like, hey, I'm actually not feeling like texting. No hard feelings. I'll reply to you when I can. Normally I do that. Wow, you're so brave. I do that (laughs) after. But I did that one time to someone we were going to work with and they were so chill about it. That's sweet. Because it's like, what can you say to that? Yeah. Exactly. Setting boundaries is sexy. I'd be sending that text like every single day. Stop. (laughs) I'm like, so sorry. paste. (laughs) So sorry. Can't talk. They're like, you you text me that every morning. (laughs) When you first got social media, like how old were you? I wasn't allowed to have social media. So the the social media that was big was Facebook. Fuck. Yeah. When I was in uh, middle school and I was not allowed to have social media. So I had to like make an email and like hide it from my mom what was your like, email it was it was charlie likes kate charlie my stripper name i know and i always loved the name charlie like i wish my name was charlie and it's one of my baby names on my baby list from when i was a kid whenever we get an uber and they're like for charlie because i i'm like my stripper co- cover my ears <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin the name for me <laughs> literally so you made a facebook without your mom knowing yeah and i would Obviously, post home photos on Facebook. Yeah. I would do those things where people would be like, "Can you be my my header photo?" And it's like I I like right write there. their name <laughs> on the paper. Hand signs. Yeah, that's so cool. I loved Facebook, like being a hoe on Facebook, and then. Well, when we met, we would take. We would spend hours taking pictures, like at the beach. Oh yeah. And we weren't even making money off of it then. No. I always, I think I was talking to Kyle about this this morning. I was like, it's so crazy that this is our job now because, like, when I was younger, I just wanted to be a hoe online. Like, I would post bikini photos and my high school boyfriend would be like, 
take that down or I'm breaking Same. up with you. Like, you know? Which is so funny because it's like we can go to the beach and it's fine, but you take a picture in it and it's and, fucking And weird. I'm a whore. That's exactly how I feel about people, like, slut-shaming. It's like you can fuck 500 times in a relationship, but God forbid you fuck 10 people and you're now a slut. Yeah, it's we like... We should relationship shame. No. <laughs> how many times do you and your boyfriend fuck? You guys fuck every day? Oh, whore. <laughs> <laughs> but we both always... I, I talk about that, too. Like, I, fe- I felt like an attraction towards sluttiness. I think because yeah. it was so shamed. I think that, and, like, I just wanted to be sexy so bad. Like, I don't know why, like, I would see... I remember, like, vividly, like, seeing a girl when I was on vacation in New York, and I was, like, eight years old. She walked by in a crop top and a belly ring, and I was like... I want to be her. Like, mm. she is sex. Like, she is sexy. Sex. Like, <laughs> I the like, definition. Just, <laughs> it's her. It's her. I was just, like, see these girls, and I'm like, I want to be slutty. Like, I want to be sexy when I grow up. Do you think, though, as a kid, like, seeing so much sex, especially now in media, is, like, harmful for people? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, like, scared of people feeling like they have to sexualize themselves. Because if you want to, that's like... that's how I felt. Exactly. Like, yeah. well, I, I don't know that I felt I had to, but I wanted to so bad because it was so promiscuous. Yeah. No, I wanted to. And then once I was in there, like I said, with, like, having sex with, like, like my boyfriend. Like, in the beginning, I felt like, like I had to be sexy and I had to be sexual or, like, no one would want me. Yeah. I remember when I was, like, I think I was 15 or 16 and I hadn't had sex yet. And they had a team dance meeting because I posted a fucking bikini picture on Instagram and they were talking about how inappropriate it was. And I remember so after sad. that moment, I like made a conscious decision. I was like, fuck this. Haters. <laughs> Should have had more business meetings. <laughs> I needed you a, s- your little business meeting network, huh? <laughs> I did a little slut intervention. <laughs> no. Fuck you- them. Also, how are you going to slut shame a 15 year old girl? Exactly. How are you? Because okay. what I'm comfortable with my body. Exactly. Like, maybe if you didn't shame it so much, I wouldn't feel like I had to overcompensate. Yeah, that's how I feel, like, with my mom, like, not letting me wear bikinis and stuff. I was like, you held me back so much, I feel like I wanted it more. Like, Do you feel like that, like, like leans into, like, your body dysmorphia as well? Like, not being able to wear a bikini when your, like, siblings and friends could? Oh, yeah. My thing, my, my mom's thing was, I always had a curvier body. Like, I was a little, I was obviously thin when I was younger, I didn't start gaining weight until I was, like, older, but I was, like, really thin, and I had big boobs. <laughs> my sister had a different body type than me, so my mom would always be, like, I mean, even when I was younger, my mom would always be, like, you have a different body type, like, you have a different body, so you can't wear a bikini, or, like, when me and my brother were younger, because me and my brother are only a year apart, um, like, he would have a snack before bed, and I couldn't have one because I have a different body type. What the fuck? Yeah, my birth mom, um... She was a fat woman, and she, my mom would always be like, you don't want to end up like Christina. Wow. Like, you don't want to look like her. And so my whole life, I was like, the worst thing I can be is fat, you know? Like, I don't want to end up like her. Like, that was, like, ingrained in my head. It's so fucked up. And I don't know if they met because she was fat or because she was, like, an addict. Like, mm-hmm. later on in life, I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to end up, like, doing drugs and losing my kids, obviously, you know? Yeah. Like, I think... That might have been, like, what they were saying, but I always took it because they did talk about my body so much. I always took it as, like, I don't want to be fat, Right, you know? I, I feel like the hyper, like, fixating on bodies is such a weird thing. Like, there should be, like, almost body neutrality. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's your body. It takes you where it needs to go. It provides for you. Like, it, it makes you a person. Yeah. There's no good or bad. No, there's no. It's, like, it's your body. That's why I always try to do affirmations with my kid, because I'm, like... 
your body's beautiful. Like I like I always say like I love my body and then like have her repeat it like I love my body like right because from such a young age like it's so harmful and I think especially living in LA yeah like growing up in fucking LA people are insane yeah and those are your formative years yeah like your brain is developing you're learning what it's like to be your it's learned behavior it's like this whole thing and then to like shame your kids so much right when they're just like blossoming and becoming a person i didn't even know what weight was a thing you guys exactly (laughs) and that's such a shameful like horrible thing yeah that to like try to unlearn as an adult must be very hard yeah no it was really hard and so then when i did start getting weight i was like so like fat phobic to myself i was like like you fucked up like you let yourself go like like i would like cry in the mirror and now i'm like i feel like it's like like healing my inner child almost like I don't know like I'm fat and I love myself and I love my body and I never thought I would be here like I have never loved myself more than I do now and I'm I'm fat right you know like before I was like starving myself like purging like all this stuff and it was like I was never happy yeah you know and now I'm like actually happy that's fucking beautiful I feel like I just ranted that was so dramatic (laughs) no it's amazing because it's like spiritual growth is and like body especially like as a woman for us it's like very hard to unlearn the things we've been taught oh yeah growing up I mean and we were growing up in the the skinny heroin chic era oh my god the thigh gap tumbler yeah and that's all we saw and now for people to like think about like you have definitely helped people who are growing into their body and like see someone and it's like such a healthy thing we yeah. didn't have any representation. No. None at all. None at all. <laughs> None at all. None. And especially, so, do you think, like, porn is starting to evolve into a space in which there is inclusive content? I mean, I think so for sure, especially with, like, OnlyFans. Right. Like, it's kind of like, I mean, obviously, like, I don't do mainstream. I, I want to, but, like... <laughs> Me too. I don't know, like, how that all works. But, like, I was watching porn growing up. I didn't really see fat people in it, you know? Yeah. And now I can, like, go on Twitter and I see, like, other OnlyFans girls and I'm like, oh, that girl looks like me. Like, fucking a guy looks like my boyfriend. Like, yeah. I never saw that growing up. Which, no. I mean, obviously I shouldn't have. No, but it, I mean, I was nosy as fuck, too. Yeah. And I, especially on, like, Pornhub, it's like, you see, like, two skinny little white girls making out and it's on the front page and, like, that's all we ever saw. Yeah. And now it's, like, with OnlyFans, you get the option to, like, support creators who are actually different types of people yeah and it's like so refreshing to like see someone who looks like me i'm like wow like that's so, so cool all i'm hearing is buy your porn <laughs> would you like to tell me a host story a host story yeah my biggest like out of work one is probably we had a foreign exchange student that i actually <laughs> did it at my high school i actually had dropped out at this point i was just friends people that were friends with her and we would go on like tinder group like that's such a bizarre time i don't know do they still have that i have no idea i can never find it i'm on tinder (laughs) i can never find it but we would go and just like meet up with these groups of guys and one time we had a threesome with one of the guys because we were both like he's the cute one (laughs) we're like "Mm, should we just have a threesome (laughs) (laughs) so that was one and then another time oh my god this is my favorite i think about him all the time his name was Olivier, and Olivier. he was Olivier, and him and two other of his friends were here from France, and they were, like, staying in an Airbnb, and we, like, went and saw them, like, had never met them before, and just, like, go to their house, and he didn't speak English, so he had to talk through Google Translate, 
So, and my friend was, like, right there on the bed, and we all did, like, poppers, I think. <laughs> poppers. Yeah, and so he would be like, I want to kiss you in, like, Google Translate, and I'd be like, kiss me, and then it would, like, translate, and i have to pass. How long did that take? Was it, like, 20 minutes of you guys typing? <laughs> like, it was, like, like 30 to an hour. Like, I was a commitment. He wanted you. Yeah, and then we went to the bathroom while my friend was with the other two guys and we had sex and I didn't know what he was saying to me the whole time. Damn, he could have been saying some dirty shit. I wish. I would have loved to hear it. In I have him talking in the Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's cool. That's not like a crazy host story. No, what time I farted during a threesome? Dude, I farted while getting fingered recently. Really? Yeah, I'm so humbling. <laughs> Jasmine? Yeah. Oh, but you guys love each other. Yeah, but still. It's so embarrassing. I don't care how much I love you. Don't hear me fart. Actually, that's not true. Really? I'll rip a mean one. I'm lying. But I'll take a s- show with the door open. <laughs> you shit while I sit in your bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to come with me to the bathroom? <laughs> but for some reason, during sex, I'm like... Bodily functions? Turn them off. No. <laughs> That's how I feel about fucking <coughs> squirt. I'm like, is squirt pee? Because I hope it is. <laughs> is squirt pee? Because it doesn't matter to me either way. Either way, I'll drink it. <laughs> Let's do a drink taste test. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know any good home stories. Now really. I want to drink someone's pee that's diabetic. Because we were talking about that earlier. <sighs> any diabetics out there that want to film a pee video, hit us up. The email is <laughs> thehankypankypodcast at gmail.com. We'll be waiting. Send serious inquiries only. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I love you. Thank you for having me. I love you. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say to the people before we hang up the phone? Fuck Bella Thorne. <laughs> His kings can save a life. <laughs> That's it.